Cinnabuds is brought to you by Associated Bank and Steinhoffel. Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies talking about cinema. Oh my goodness. That's us. I am 88.9's Justin Barney. I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. And this is Cinnabuds. This week we're talking about Avengers Endgame. The world has changed. None of us can go back. Okay. Yeah. Avengers Endgame, we're not spoiling it. No spoilers in the beginning here, but when we go to the podcast, we're going to bring in my boss, Jordan Lee, who is an Avengers Marvel expert, Yeah. and then we're going to spoil the whole thing. Okay, okay, Polly, yep. let's get into it. Avengers Endgame. What's it about? Never heard of it. Um, yeah, Avengers Endgame. This is the last chapter of the Avengers, uh, main branch of the Avengers series, mm-hmm. uh, where it all comes to a head and they fight uh, Thanos. <laughs> you kind of know. Yeah, you know, everybody knows this. Avengers, superheroes come if together. If you don't Thanos, know this already, you left. don't care what we're saying right, right yeah. now. Right, right, right. All right. <laughs> Let's just get to the yeah, analysis. Yeah. Um, so just in, you know, red and black on the table, um, Avengers had the biggest opening weekend of all time. Sure did. Not just, not only just the biggest weekend of all time, it destroyed essentially itself because in second place, Avengers (laughs) Infinity War (laughs) had the second biggest weekend of all time. In 2018, Avengers Infinity War, um, grossed. Just over six hundred million dollars in the opening weekend. Yeah. Avengers Endgame, one point two billion dollars. That is worldwide. almost to put that in perspective. That's almost as much as I make in a year. <laughs> yeah, like it's so close. It it doubled itself in the opening weekend, which is absolutely insane. People yeah. are very excited about it. Okay, Polly, what did you think of Avengers? Um, I was I strangely because I like these movies. We've talked about this before. I like yeah. these movies. Like, they're hit or miss, like, anything, but I love seeing the big spectacle of a superhero movie. And nothing was bigger than this. Nothing was bigger than this, and I went in with uh, adequate expectations. I don't know why. I'm just like, yeah, this is, I think you're just overwhelmed by them, but um, they did it exactly how they should have done it. Sure. I think that's a, it pleased the fans. I think it pleased people who were just, like, seeing it for the first time. Like, Mm. they hit all the right buttons. Sad, hilarious action-packed the story like was it was complicated but well told Mm -hmm. i mean i hate to be super nerdy about it but it it killed it yeah i i didn't love it that's not true that is true what i I know boo me boo Uh, i I just something something going on buddy We talk. I just feel like these these the whole thing isn't for me. I I wasn't I wasn't connected enough to the characters. I yeah. think this was this was a movie for the fans. I see. You know, this is a movie for people who watched all twenty two of them and really followed it. And that was not just me as a casual fan. It was hard for me to separate the business end from the personal end. Where like when things are happening, I was like. Well, that makes sense to set up the next whatever, or yeah. this makes sense to do this here from the point of view of like mm-hmm. the studio. 
coming from somebody who, like, when I was a kid, read yeah. read comics too. In the comic world, they will stop and start people. Like, they killed Superman like a hundred times. Yeah, 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 I know. However, in the movie world, this doesn't happen very often. So, and I'm not saying anything that happened, but there was some definite caps on things that happened in this movie. For sure. um, so, I don't think that Marvel's not going to make movies anymore. That, that's not what's happening. But right. this particular series has definitely come to a, a if not conclusion, a, a, a big change. When we come back in the podcast, we'll be talking to Jordan Lee, breaking down the entire thing. Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Associated Bank, proud supporter of Milwaukee Film, offering support year-round through Milwaukee Film Checking. More about Associated Bank's commitment to Milwaukee Film at associatedbank.com slash mkefilm. Member FDIC. Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Steinhoffel's Furniture fourth-generation family-owned furniture and mattress retailer serving southeastern Wisconsin since 1934. Steinhoffel's offers leather and upholstery, dining, and bedroom furniture, plus fireplaces and mattresses. Online shopping at steinhoffels.com. And we're back. Hi. Okay. Um, and we have a guest here. We're with my boss, uh, program director at 89, and Resident nerd. Jordan Audibly Lake. pushes glasses oh, from yeah, front of nose yeah. to top of I was of like, brow. that's good radio. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, before we go into the analysis, can you give us your Marvel credentials? My Jordan? Marvel credentials. Okay, I've grown up on this. This is my life, son. Yeah. yeah. In 1994, I successfully collected the entire Topps Marvel series, every single card. Uh-oh. It is in my mom's basement. I didn't Complete know this. Set. Complete set. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah I, so uh, I've been following this since Iron Man 1. I mean, uh, my son, Alec, and I, uh, prior to him moving out of the state, had watched every single movie opening night. Yeah. Oh, wow. Always always got it, opening night. Or opening weekend, at least. And uh, this last year, when right before Infinity War came out, uh, my rest of my family, now the complete four pack mm-hmm. um we watched uh we did a thing at our house called marvel monday where we watched one of the mcu in order wow. every yeah. single night from january to may okay, so you like marvel yeah you, you like <laughs> yeah. the movies okay so my cred is my cred good enough your cred is okay. good yeah. enough. i'm gonna step out <laughs> yeah uh, yeah for real i don't have any tattoos yeah. yet <laughs> yet, yet. <laughs> um okay so let's go into full-blown right. analysis and we're going into Spoily a dish. Guys. <laughs> if you have not listened and you cared, stop listening now. I will remind you every seven seconds. If you if you are listening and you care enough to listen to a podcast about the movie and have not seen it. Yeah, then that's this know. is on you. It's too late for you. The movie's now. been out for almost a week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh no, you once you get past the opening weekend, all of that's out, you know, oh, like that's one point so two fast. billion. That's I'm how it so goes. Slow. That's how it goes. Usually. Well, I mean, with, with the with okay, I feel like with with superhero stuff and the Star Wars stuff and all the sci-fi stuff, yeah, it's you get a weekend. Okay, so Jordan, yes, my big question mm-hmm. on this is: mm-hmm. it's Avengers Endgame. Yes. What is it? The end of? Okay, it's the end of this first goal that they had set. I mean. Uh, Marvel Studios and, and Kevin, the head of Marvel Studios, had pretty much said they wanted to create a new goal that had never been hit in cinema history, which was to weave multiple storylines together to have them end. Now, I had seen an interview with him when Avengers 1 came out, and I assumed that they were talking about Avengers 1. 
because mm-hmm. at that time you had two Iron Man movies, you had Captain America, you had uh, already the I think an Agents of C- Shield show was already in, or maybe that was after that. But anyways, um, you also had of course you know other characters introduced in there. You had Thor in there, so everybody was already there. And th- there was the Hulk movie, which is kind of the forgotten bastard child of the MCU, where Ed Norton apparently was rumored to be quite a difficult guy to work with. I don't know. That's what would not surprise me. So him and Natalie Portman have interesting exit stories. Mm -hmm. He was difficult to work with. Natalie Portman wasn't cool with the fact that they ditched the director, who inevitably she went on to do Wonder Woman. Okay. Natalie Portman was like, I want to work with her. Why are we not working with her? Okay. So she kind of stood up and was like, y'all, y'all got your act together. But, okay, I digress, which I will do a lot. So, okay. We knew what we were getting into. We knew what we were getting into. What is going on here is that they, uh, again, they're weaving these characters in and out of movies, and it's all culminating here. So, to me, the phrase end game means, like, the end of that. That goal yeah. has been met. The, the idea. The characters together? Right, yes. And, and from now, they could do this continuously if they wanted to they've set a nice bar for it but my understanding is that you know they had a target they wanted to hit they've hit it so now so now it's going to be all like individual could be living in their own could be i mean the truth of it is it could be a new a new storyline and this is like the end of a huge storyline right like you said that was at least touched upon in most of these movies right so this storyline has now reached its end but yeah yes thanos is secretly the bad guy in the first Avengers movie. You know what I'm saying? So like yeah. he is the continuing thread of being the bad guy through all of these movies. Yeah. Even though, okay, in Wakanda in, in Black Panther, Thanos doesn't show up. Mm-hmm. But the truth of the matter is, is that what's inevitably going on in Wakanda is going to come to uh, hit in Infinity War. So ultimately that's, that's where the word end is truly yeah, like Thanos. The Thanos villain storyline is kaput. We are done with that. How many movies was Thanos mentioned in? It starts with the first Avengers because in the first Avengers, in the post-credit scene, um, that's the first time you see him, and it's a poorly done CGI version of him, and he goes, "I'll yeah, do it myself." Right, right, right. And they actually screwed that up. Here's how they screwed that up. <laughs> he uh, there is it's in this like armory, and this thing goes, and it opens up, and you see the glove. The, mm-hmm. the gauntlet, the yeah. Infinity Gauntlet, yeah. and he says, "I'll do it myself." But then, of course, in Infinity War, they explain that he actually had to go to the Dark Elves planet and have it made for him. Mm-hmm. So there's a big goof up. Wow, Jordan Lee. That's, that's 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 how could he have? How could right he have there. the Infinity Gauntlet <laughs> seven years ago and then have to have it? It was made. a prototype. So it was it, his like a little model he made, <laughs> like, and then he brought it to the guy. He goes, "I mean, it's your job, but maybe something like this." <laughs> I'm just, th- I mean, you're the expert. So are they looking for Infinity Stones in all these other movies? No, okay, because see, that's... that's I'm, What am I? But they sorry. do show up. They don't necessarily, the, the movies but are they're, they're not seeking them out, but they do either subtly or right at the end, or they show up in the, like in the first yeah. Avengers movies, yeah. etc. So I the remember first them one, in Doctor Strange. Yeah, the first one is the right. Tesseract, right? right? And actually the first several movies, of course, the Captain America movie starts with that. So the Tesseract was the space stone inside that cube, right? And we didn't know it at the time, but also that first movie then had the soul stone, not the soul stone, the, um, the mind stone, which was inside Loki's scepter, which is why he could, like, get everyone to yeah. follow him because he mm. could take their mind and whatever. So um, it took a long time before the word stone was mentioned, but mm. we were fighting for the soul stone in powers. the first Captain America. Yeah. 
That was how that was how all those crazy weapons were made by Red Skull. Yes. And then, as you mentioned, uh, Doctor Strange had one. Yep. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep, that they was all about them. Yep, so yep. they they really spread it out. It's mm. a pretty impressive mm-hmm. weaving. And yep. you're right; it was like the first time something on this scale has ever been pulled off, and pretty well. And to draw the parallel in the comics, the first time that all these Marvel characters were assembled together in one storyline was that first Infinity Gauntlet series, which, if I read, it's really cheesy. Yeah. It's so dumb. Yeah. Yeah. It's Thanos who comes out of nowhere all of a sudden as this super purple villain who is falling in love with death, who is personified as a beautiful woman, mm-hmm. and he is courting death because he wants death's affection. Oh, sure. So he is trying to show death how awful he can be to get her to fall in love with him. And that's the premise of the comic. That old chestnut. Right. <laughs> you know, she's a, she's a, she's a stone cold <laughs> something, something. <laughs> So what do we think about the beats of the movie? Let's let's okay, go specifically yeah. into the it's movie. It's three movies in one. Right. Yeah, it is an intense so they, experience. Yeah. So they come out and they just kill Thanos right away. Right off the bat. Just right. right. Good way to he good, way, good way to shock people. Uh how about old weak Thanos, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't hate this guy anymore. I'm just I'm just making soup in my hut. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like yeah. Yeah, I was waiting for some Ewoks to show up yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but then, you know, that's... Then that's, there's the middle hour where they're yep. getting the Infinity Stones. Right. Um, uh, the time traveling thing was the most satisfaction I've gotten out of a movie in a long time. Oh, yeah. They made allusions to Back to the Future, and then they copied Back yeah, to the Future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was pretty good. They made I had a, a bunch bell, I would of references it. to... Hilar- like, they just yeah. start listing the yeah. time travel movies from the 80s and 90s. Perfect. It's pretty good. And they'd set that up already. They'd set that expectation with Spider-Man, which was cool. Yeah. Spider-Man was always talking about... Even in Civil War, he was talking about, you ever see that really old movie, Star oh, Wars? Yeah, that's right. And that's yeah, how they yeah. beat Ant-Man, and then he does it with Aliens <laughs> for the next one. So they, the MCU writers had already set this up as like, we're going to reference pop culture, and then we're going to actually take your favorite parts of pop culture yeah. and put them into our movie. Which was super smart. Yep. Um, and then the like super battle scene yeah. when oh. Thanos brings his army, yeah. and then... The Avengers army, oh, where everyone out. comes from. I out. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could. I was like, this is what this is what they do. Yes. That that was a great moment in the yes. theater yes. where everyone just started cheering. And yeah. honestly, I was like, they're all fighting Thanos, and it's like down to like Captain America. And I was like, man, they snapped his fingers. Like, where are all these other cats at? I was like, all these people, like, they're alive, right? And then all of a sudden, they just keep oh, showing yeah, up. Yeah, right, right, all right, of a sudden, yeah, they're all yep. in there yeah, yeah. and they come back. Yeah. That was oh. super climactic and uh, very fun. And then you get like the whole battle scene. That that scene was pretty much giving you the cover art you've wanted your yeah. whole yeah, life. Yeah, totally. I was thinking that's, a, and you'll know this, a classic, classic trope that they use on combo covers is just seeing the two yes. teams are, uh-huh. come together yep. like they're yep. about to clash. That's like, I've seen it a hundred times. And like oh yeah this is where they do this this is perfect and they did that with civil war and they kind of did it with infinity war but this was like oh snap this is everything yeah Mm. so kate polly yeah what was your favorite part and then jordan what was your favorite part i mean again we're going to be talking about spoilers now i assume you've already everyone's on board spoilers i was very shocked and impressed that they decided howard the duck was going to be the one who kills thanos Wow! <laughs> Did not see That's that coming. MCU universe. You're That's right. the MCU, and that is canon. And Howard the Duck 
least expected. Oh, wow. Man, that was good. Wow. Uh, I like that. I like that part. I liked, uh, yeah, I liked all of it. I will say, oh, I did tell, so there's a lot of <laughs> moments in there that are tear jerking. Sure. Tear jerking. And I really held it together and I couldn't shut up about this after the movie was over, but <laughs> I held it together until the end. Uh, when John Favreau says to uh, yeah. Iron Man's daughter, he goes, "Do you want some food? What are you hungry for?" And she goes, "I want cheeseburgers," and which is a allusion to uh, the first first movie. Yep. first uh, movie where he's you know, he's obsessed with cheeseburgers. He loves cheeseburgers, um, and he he looks at her like, "You know, your dad loved cheeseburgers." Like like Niagara Falls came out of my eye. I was like, I did like a lip quiver. I'm like, I kept it together through actual deaths. But that was the moment. But like, yeah. she does love cheeseburgers. Have, does it have to do with the fact that you ate a cheeseburger during the movie? Oh my god, even put that together. This movie keeps on giving. It was the cheeseburger grease coming I out did, of your I eyes. did have a cheeseburger. Oh, it smelled so good. I should have cried sitting, twice as hard. I was sitting there like, oh man. Yeah. I just got delicious. my M&M's. Kate Bowles, you know, freaking cheeseburger But I did here. love that moment. It was, like, so silly, but also genuine, obviously genuinely yeah. touching. Yeah, it was. But uh, I did love that, like, funeral scene. You see everybody. I loved cool. the moments where you see all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the battle yeah. scene, the funeral scene, all these things where you're just, like, panning across and seeing these, like, icons of that. Yeah. I just think payroll every time I see that. Oh, yeah. Holy oh, payroll, yeah. Batman. I thought the same. Like, oh, there's your. They have maybe, they've maybe paid off payroll in this opening weekend. Yeah. At this point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jordan, favorite, favorite point? Ultimately, Fat Thor was the best thing. Uh, the, to, to reimagine that character in that way and then yeah. keep him that way the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was, for me, at the beginning of the MCU, my least favorite character. And then when Dark World came out, I had given up. Dude, Thor, you're done. I just yeah. can't do Thor anymore. I just hated him so much. He kind of came back in a cool way in the second Avengers movie in the um, Age of Ultron. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That he was going to be fun, right? Mm-hmm. Starting to have a little quip. Of course, in his third movie, right. Ragnarok. So good. Was Who knew that awesome. they would turn Thor into a funny movie? Like, Dude, that seems seriously. like the least likely to be like exactly. hilarious. Right. So the genius. They went from like terrible sci fi you know, kind of Game of Thronesy movie to like this yeah. super fun space adventure. Right. And then to have him as pretty much the big Lebowski throughout the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. When, Perfect. When Stark says, hey Lebowski, yeah. I like nearly peed my pants. I lost yeah, that it there. was so that funny. was my first audible. So- oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that was where I lost it. <laughs> that was really um, good. And then he stayed that way. And now he is maybe gonna be a guardian. They yeah. definitely oh, yeah, teed yeah, that, yeah. Up. that up. Yeah. And if he's a guardian and that's what happens now I'm in. See, and this is another thing they do in the comics, too, where they'll just like, <clears throat> let's put this yeah. person over here and yeah. see how they, mm-hmm. yeah. the team-ups. They used to call them team-ups. Yeah. yeah. That would be. In the current Guardians, uh, Thing from Fantastic Four is a Guardian. Because he had gotten oh, in yeah, a fight yeah, yeah. with, he had gotten a fight with them, and he's like, I'm I'm in. Let's go. Yeah. Um, I loved when <laughs> Thor was talking to his mom was, Thor talking to his mom was like pretty one of my scene. favorite parts. Oh, yeah. Um, but also like. Tony Stark's death, uh, the the funeral. I mean, yeah. just there. We heard somebody crying we in the theater. A few people, like I heard sniffs, and I heard one person just sobbing. <laughs> people were straight up, and that just like shows how effective um, that Marvel has yeah. been yes. in in these series. 
And for me, you know, like it's it was hard to like watch and not be like, okay, obviously like they're taking him out. He's aging out of this role right. and this, you know, this is how yeah. they're gonna do things when someone's aging out or when it's not doing well, they'll just have a movie like this and then kill them off and then introduce a new character so they can, you know, start this side series thing. Um it was so it's like it's smart on the studio end. And also <laughs> it is very smart and uh, I mean we had a lot of a lot of people in the theater just just yeah. audibly it emotional was, it about was, it. Uh, honestly, it was one of the coolest, this year at least, yeah. uh, in the last year, one of the coolest theater experiences yes. I've had. Mm-hmm. Because you have a room full of people who are really into it. Yes. And so there was applause in the middle. Like when people show up, yeah. when when all the heroes show up for the big battle. Black Panther shows applause. up. Oh. Oh, when, ba- when Black Panther came out, there was a very specific area yeah. that was like, oh! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was really great. And then there was like, yeah, sobbing and like people cracking up at like jokes like, oh, yeah. I remember that from the other yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Like it was really cool to see that with a packed theater. And my last note, and I know I could talk about this for 45 more minutes, yeah. but my last note is they truly rewarded nerds like me yes. who have obsessively watched yeah. all these movies multiple times. Yes. Some of them I've watched dozen plus times. Impressive. Um, just because I get obsessed with it and I want to get into the inside minutia and I want to find the connection points. They connected all the connection points for me. And again, that's why this is the end. All those points, they won't yeah. reconnect them. They right. will start anew, and we will get new points. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> Avengers Endgame is in theaters. You've probably seen it. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't, see it. You've see only it. got eight more months you to w- see it in the theaters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you will see it. Um, let us know what you thought about it. We're going to share it on our Facebook page, yep. and we're going to share it on Milwaukee Films' Facebook page as well. Cinebuds is edited by... Kenny Perez. We get handcrafted sonic inspiration from the license lab. Handcrafted? Handcrafted. Like the glove of like the gauntlet. Taking it back to the... Taking it back. You're you're a professional. Um, Our theme song is from Milwaukee musician Brett Newski. The Newski! We get support from Associated Bank and Steinhoffel's Furniture. Oh, that's so nice. And also from our members from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee and Milwaukee Film. Thank you. You can listen to Cinebuds anywhere that you listen to. Podcasts, search Cinebuds. Oh, that'd be great. See you next week. Bye. I am Tony Stark. (laughs) 